Hey, product people, welcome to the Product to Profit podcast. We're pulling back the curtain on what it's really like to scale a product-based business profitably and getting into the mindset of a seasoned buyer. I'm your coach, Kristen Fisher, a former corporate retail buyer with over 15 years of experience working for some major brands that you would definitely know, turned six-figure e-commerce store owner of my own gifting brand, Boku, and a retail strategy coach for product-based business owners, just like yourself. Inside this podcast, I have honest conversations about what's going on inside of my own business. And I'm also sharing insights to help you get inside the mindset of a buyer to start applying big retail strategies to your own small retail business. Let's get into today's episode. Hey, product people, I'm back and I am so excited because this really is the official launch of the Product to Profit podcast. So on this first episode back, I'm going to get real and I'm going to talk about some mindset blocks that I've personally been working through these last two months and just kind of share what I've been doing to work past it. It's been a bit of a process for me, but I'm honoring the transparency that I want to bring to this podcast and I'm just going to lay it all out there for you. So First, I need to just kick it off by saying, if you are new here, hi and welcome. I want to give you a little bit of a backstory in case you're wondering why this show starts with episode 13. So I did a little pop-up podcast experiment in Q4 2022, where I was real time taking you through what I was going through in my own product-based gifting business, Boku, during the holiday season. It was unedited. It was very real and raw. I was very honest with the highs and the lows and things that I was just working through. And I also shared some actionable tips for you along the way. So if you're curious about those 12 episodes or you just want to binge some more content, you can grab the link in the show notes and you can get those 12 episodes delivered right to your AirPods. So I am just beyond so beyond excited to have this podcast that is really here to stay doing it a little bit more officially. Now I'm still not going to do a lot of editing. So bear with me on that, but otherwise we're back. So let's get into it. I feel like I'm going to come in a little bit hot today, but I just want to be honest and talk about something that I've been working on, you know, from a personal development perspective. So this is kind of like a little pep talk to myself that I'm just putting out into the world. So hopefully it resonates with you. Honestly, I didn't realize actually that I even had this issue until I left corporate retail, which by the way, is almost exactly two years ago to this date that I exited my corporate buyer job, which is kind of crazy to say. So I'm going to celebrate that here. (laughs) I feel like I should be proud of myself for doing the thing. Um, but I didn't realize until I left corporate that I really get in my own way. I think when I had that corporate job, I, I don't know, I kind of felt like I was in this rhythm, right? I had this bigger machine that I was working in that kind of kept me on track and I just did the thing and I knew what I needed to do and I was really confident and I just did it. But now working for myself, I really get in my own way literally all the time. I sometimes just find that I get paralyzed by, I guess, the fear of what could happen if things go well. So what happens if you, you know, are no longer playing it safe and that next level of success that you're dreaming of is playing out right in front of you? It feels scary, right? Because it feels so huge. I found myself going down this rabbit hole at the beginning of the year with thoughts like, I don't know, how could I possibly make all of this happen when I already feel maxed out? 
yes, I have help in my business, but I'm still very much in it. I think particularly in the retail world, we're doing the physical tasks of running a product-based business. So whether you're a maker or you have your own boutique or your e-commerce store, you're really in it. So for me, I'm still designing gifts and I'm still managing and buying the inventory and talking to makers and talking to my customers. I'm doing all the things. I know that you get it. So I have these really big goals and I do dream really big, but it feels kind of safe to just dream about it and think about the big goals. It's another thing to actually take the action on them. And I think that this is really the time of year where taking bigger action is necessary because last year for me, I took baby steps all year. And this year I'm just going in all in really, because why the hell not? I think we all have this I don't know, kind of upper limiting belief that is buried in our subconscious. This is something that I've really been working to uncover and learn more about so that I can move past it. So without you being aware of it, this upper limiting belief in your subconscious is holding you back from reaching that next level of success because your brain wants to keep you safe, right? So if you aren't familiar with the upper limiting belief concept, I'd highly recommend that you read the book, The Big Leap. I'm going to link it out in the show notes because it is a really transformative concept. So the book not only digs into what upper limiting beliefs are, but there are different types and ways that it plays out in different people's subconscious and then how you can actually overcome it. It's a really, really great book. So as business owners, when we're at the tipping point of scaling and taking you know, that next big leap in your business, so whether that's something like taking on angel investors or moving into a warehouse or going from small wholesale accounts to a major chain retailer, whatever that big next leap might be for you, just getting to that next level in your business There are upper limiting beliefs that can creep in and stop you from taking that scary leap. Particularly this time of year, I think is when it really sets in and then that fear kind of creeps in behind it. So we're coming off of January and February being the fresh start to the new year when it's really like sexy and exciting to set these big growth goals and to just dream big. Then we realize Uh, okay, we actually have to do the work to do it. And when we start to really get in it, kind of like, you know, when you start a diet or an exercise routine, you're like, oh, I'm going to lose all this weight. And then you actually have to do it. And you're like, well, this really sucks. I don't want to get up early. I don't, I want to eat the pizza or I want to drink the wine, whatever it is. It's just like that in business when it's no longer this shiny pretty object that we can dream about when we actually have to execute it, it either feels overwhelming or it feels scary and we get a little bit paralyzed. And I found that this was happening to me in February. So I just want to be transparent. I got really stuck in February. I went to Europe right after the holidays. I took some time off. I was with friends. It was this awesome vacation. I came back and I felt so refreshed and inspired and I set these big goals. You know, they really stretched across Boku, the e-com side, Boku, the custom gifting side, and also the coaching side. And I had all these goals for all these different things. And I'm like, I can do this. I can totally do this. I'm super excited about it. But then in February, the dreaming was kind of done. And now I was saying, okay, how am I going to really make this happen? So I started breaking it down into steps so that I could actually like lay it all out there and figure out how it's going to happen. But then actually what ended up happening is that I kind of panicked a little bit because my first thought was, holy shit, how can I possibly do all of this? I am so busy as it is. 
I'm already maxed out. This is just unattainable. I don't know how to do half this stuff. I don't have the bandwidth. I mean, the self-talk was just honestly kind of spiraling. And then I thought to myself, well, why do you think that you have to do this all alone? You have support in your business and you can always get more support. So I kind of stopped myself and I thought, okay, let me just go back to the drawing board here. I actually picked up a book that I started reading last year and didn't finish, which I sometimes do. So I started it from the beginning. It's On Purpose by Tanya Dalton, and it's honestly perfectly timed. I'm I'm also going to link this out in the show notes too, because I would really recommend this book if you are also somebody that kind of sets really big goals and then gets a little bit paralyzed. The chapter, funny enough, the chapter that I read last night was titled, Choose to Release Your Fears. She talks about two types of fears, the survival fear and then the perception fear. The survival fears are legitimate fears just about sustaining life. So legitimate fears that are kind of ingrained in us as human beings. Then the perception fears are the fears being what we manifest in our minds, the fears that we kind of create for really no good reason. And by focusing on those fears, you create your own reality. You're feeding the beast. So by releasing those inner perception fears, that inner voice of what is going to happen when you reach that next level in your business will allow you to actually take the action because this made up fear that you have will be gone. You're releasing the fear. So whether that's something like putting your face on your Instagram stories to show the behind the scenes of you working in your business, which by the way, we should all do more of. Some people are really good at it. Some people are really afraid of it. And some people like me are kind of in the middle. Put your face out there. People love to see that and connect with you. But it is a little bit scary because a lot of us are the behind the scenes people. Another thing could be pitching your dream retailer or signing a lease on the warehouse that you know you really need to scale your business or hiring that next person to get you to that next level in your business. Those fears of what that means for you can really hold you back. So I'm here today giving us collectively the permission to release them and take the action because we need to just get out of our own way. That's my pep talk. I'm going to now walk you through some of the things that I've been doing in the last like four weeks or so to just really get out of my own damn way, do the thing and stop holding myself back. So the first thing is creating a roadmap, but here's the difference. And I think that I actually talked about this in one of the podcasts, maybe the last podcast episode in December about creating that plan and then breaking it down into bite-sized chunks. But here's what I have learned. I'm all about continuing to learn and evolve my process. The trick, and this is what I've been unlocking, is that it does not have to be, nor should it be, fully determined. So by setting your big goal and giving yourself a roadmap, that doesn't mean that you have to know all the steps along the way to get there. You just need to know what your big goal is and then breaking it down into chunks maybe like little mini milestones so that you can start to work towards it, but you don't have to have every single step of the way figured out. That's been a big unlock for me. You need to have that North star so that you know what you're working towards. But if you break it down then into steps to actually action on it, it will help kind of have the fear feel a little bit at bay, not feel so scary. So let's say you want to see your product on the shelves at Target, but you're in the early stages of wholesale. Okay, cool. You have that goal now. You know, I want to have my brand's products on the shelves at Target. Like that is going to happen for me. Now let's actually break it down into the steps to get you ready to be on the shelves at Target. 
Because if you're in the early stages of wholesale and you got an order from Target, that could possibly cripple you because of being ready for production and not knowing all the ins and the outs of your own system to make you ready for it. So cool, you have the goal, but then let's prepare your business and kind of start working backwards to make sure it's really a doable thing and you're going to feel really good whenever it does happen. And you're going to position yourself, your brand in a way so that when the buyer does find you, when you do make that connection with the buyer, you are going to be a completely irresistible, desirable brand for them and make it a no brainer for them to say yes to you. Okay. The next thing is investing in my growth. So Really, that comes down to coaches for me. I had a business coach last year. It was a really great experience for me. It was the first time that I had really invested in my growth. And I haven't had a coach for a couple of months since then. I didn't feel that I had brain space for it. And I think that that is why I got a little bit off track in February because I didn't have anybody to really talk to about the feelings that I was having and really kind of work through them in a way that would be constructive. That would actually more so January because then by February, I got some support. So I now have two coaches. One is for coaching and one is for e-commerce. I think it's really important to understand where you need support in your business and go after that. So you want to make sure that you really connect with that coach and you can work with them in a way that genuinely moves you towards your specific goals. Not just, oh, I need I need someone to kind of help me talk through things. No, somebody who really understands you and your business and you connect with them, that's a the type of coach that you want to be investing in. So it's really worth your money. I feel like there's a lot of iffy things that happen in the coaching industry. So you really want to make sure you find somebody that knows about your industry to help you and really get you to the next level. If you're not ready to be able to invest in a coach, there are other resources. You could do smaller courses that are self-paced if you're actually going to take the action. Don't just buy a course just to have the, you know, have it sit there and collect dust on your virtual shelves. You know, are there some podcasts, sorry, that you can identify that are the ones that really resonate with where you're at in business or what you really are working towards? Then release yourself from listening to some of the other ones because sometimes too much content is not a good thing and it can be distracting. So there's a lot of different ways to invest in your growth, whether it's a financial investment or a time investment, or just choosing to protect your energy and only take in content or information that's going to really help you with your growth in your business. The next thing is finding an accountability buddy. I am very pumped about this. So I now have an official accountability buddy. She's also a product-based business owner, and we are at about the same stage in our businesses. We have two totally different e-commerce retail businesses, but we're at the same kind of stage where we are scaling and just need that little bit of support to kind of keep each other on track and accountable. Because when you get to certain stages, when you're breaking through to that next level, that next level, that next level, you need different things, right? And so I needed somebody that was just kind of in it with me and we could just support each other along the way. So we're meeting bi-weekly on Zoom and then on Voxer weekly, we're checking in just to make sure that we're holding each other accountable to the goals that we have so that we can stay on track. That has already been a game changer for me. That started in February and I'm very excited about it. I also have a couple of other business friends that I'm just leaning into more when I feel stuck or when I feel inspired to reach out to them and just say, can I just brainstorm this with you? Can I bounce this off of you? How does this sound? Do you have any feedback? Because I think that it's really easy to, to not ask for help when we need it and kind of feel like we're stuck and we're doing this alone when we're really not. So if you can find somebody in your circle that you really trust 
to be your go-to, I would encourage you to do that. And also just set up some accountability so that you're really holding each other to the goals that you're both working towards. Whether they're the same goals or not, just having somebody to check in with. The next thing, this is huge, is hiring help or outsourcing, looking at the things that are either taking you too long or draining you, or you just absolutely hate doing and need to come off of your plate to really just help you be the CEO and the business owner that you're meant to be. So for me, I really revisited what my needs truly are in terms of where I'm at in my business. And I realized that I actually need more support in the day-to-day. So I have people that support me, but I don't have somebody that's in the day-to-day. And I realized that I'm at the point in my business where I need to stop being afraid to just invest in more consistent help and just do it. So That was my kind of big unlock there, whether it's easy to swallow or not, that's what's happening. (laughs) So I'm currently looking to add somebody to my team that can fill that more true assistant type role. But if you feel that you're holding yourself back because you feel stuck in these tasks, you need to be able to allow yourself to take some things off of your plate so that you can move forward and unblock yourself. So whether that's hiring somebody to do something or outsourcing a full project, whatever that looks like, I think it's something worth considering. You really want to protect your own energy because especially if you're a maker, it's hard to have to have somebody come in and take that creative energy and run with it. You can ultimately get to the point where you train a team to be able to take your creative vision and bring it to life. But when you're just starting out with outsourcing, there are plenty of other things that you can take off your plate to free you up so that you can protect your creative energy. Now, if you don't have the money to be able to do that yet, you might actually have it if you really look. So first, don't just assume you don't have the money to be able to afford it. But if you truly are not ready for outsourcing yet, take a look at what you can stop doing that is not moving the needle in your business, but you just feel like you quote unquote have to do because somebody else is doing it or you should be doing it because somebody else is doing it or because you've just always done the thing. Do you really need to? Is it really moving the needle? Because if you're at the point where you can't afford to outsource, you should be spending all of your free time, actually not even free time. You should be spending probably 80% of your time focused on selling. And if you're not able to do that, what can you take off of your plate to help get you to the next level? Okay. Lastly, this is going to be no surprise, but it's mindset work. So working on recognizing those upper limiting beliefs or those fears when they start to creep in and step away. So for me, it's things like a brief meditation or a breathing exercise, which I know is obvious. However, it's not very easy to do in the middle of the day when you're stressed. The last thing I want to do is go sit in a quiet corner and breathe, but doing that stops the spiraling thoughts. So for me, that works. For you, it could be taking a walk to just physically walk away or go grab a coffee or cuddle your animal or your child or your significant other, whatever it may be, but just stop the spiral when it happens and really, really work on your mindset. Our brains have the power to make shit happen or to make it not happen, depending on what we're choosing to lean into. So when we shift our inner narrative, we can create our own reality by cutting off like those spiraling thoughts the negative or the scared self-talk, say, no, I actually can do this because I have the support in place. I have the resources. I have coaches. I have an accountability buddy. I have a targeted list of podcasts that I'm listening into, or I have healthy coping mechanisms. We can shift that perspective to help us stay on track. So 
That's what I have. If you have a resource though, or something that works for you, you know that I love to hear from you because I'm doing this not only to put some good out there and to tell you, you know, what I have that's working for me, but also because selfishly, I want to learn and connect with other product-based business owners because as we know, this can be a lonely industry sometimes. So please come find me on Instagram, which by the way, I have a new coaching account that I started in January because I realized that that was one of my roadblocks (laughs) that was holding me back. So come find me. It's at the product to profit coach, or you can still always find me at Shopoku. I hope you take the action this week that you can just really look past the things that have been weighing on you and move forward and you can crush your sales. Just go do it. Just get out of your own damn way. All right. That's all I've got for you today. I am so glad that you're here. If you are loving the show, I would be beyond grateful if you would just take a minute to rate and review this podcast just to help spread the word. Now there's something in it for you too, as a little thank you. If you leave a review, share a screenshot or just share the show to your stories and tag me at product to profit coach on Instagram. You'll be entered to win my new monthly giveaway where you'd win a hot seat coaching call with me. You'd have the option to record it live on this podcast, which not only would be so much fun, but would also give your amazing brand some visibility and you a quick win. So thank you again for tuning in. I hope that you absolutely crush your sales this week.